someone has uh, made him quite busy as of late. (laughs) 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 Am I to thank you all for this event? That's that's no. I'll give you a minute to explain yourself. You have my attention. So, uh, the long and short of it is, giant bird attacks city frequently, right? The mortality and casualty rate have been quite concerning. Is this going somewhere? Yeah, uh, most of those are not done by this bird. And they would be done by the likes of... Camille Lacimus. This whole thing, it's fake. It's fabricated. This is not a conspiracy. I mean, it might seem like it is, but I promise you it's not. It's a conspiracy, but it's real. It's a real conspiracy. It's a real conspiracy, Triken, you're not helping the situation. Oh, oh, sorry. And welcome back to another episode of the Odd Campaign. I am, as always, Quentin, your GM and host for this evening. And I am surrounded by, once again, a very full table of players. So let's go around one at a time and we can actually introduce all of ourselves right off the bat. Why, hello. My name is Emily, and today I'm playing Snow, who is the leader of the Odd Guild, alongside with her faithful wolf companion, Achia, who is the king. Yes. Good boy, Achia. And I'm RL. I'm playing Zana with her faithful little bird companion, Alistair. Hi, guys. And her new companion, Sprite, a little fire elemental. Hello, I am Jonathan, and I play the character Tama with his uh, faithful companion, Pickle Jar. Hi, my name is Jaden. Uh, you may recognize me from the TGC campaign as Finnevier but this time I'll be playing Johan Voltz, an inquisitor of Ereveldum. And his quest to make Ereveldum great again. Uh, thank you for joining us, Jaden, back by popular demand, because we demanded it. Uh, absolutely happy to have you at the table and joining us for the Odd Campaign. Last time, our guild convened and regathered in the city of Ereveldum. They decided that they needed to prove that Camille Lasimus has been maliciously orchestrating attacks against her own people in order to gain political power. The best way of doing this would be to intercept communications between Camille and her enforcers. After speaking with our informant, Johan, adventurers decided that they needed to infiltrate a top-secret government facility. Will our group become scrupulously stealthy, super-spies, or bombastic barbarians and burst through the doors? Find out right now on the Odd Campaign. So... You all have had your strategy meeting. We are going to have our movie montage picturesque uh, recap. So everyone for the audience at home and Draken, who's hopelessly lost. He was taking a nap during the time. He wants you. Can we run through the plan like one more time? 
Dude, are are you just waking up now? Uh, I mean, yeah. Have you been asleep for that whole thing? We have been discussing this for the past hour. It is before noon 30, and I am only on my fifth cappuccino. Zana walks up to Draken and puts her hand gently on her shoulder. Buddy, I I think these caffeine stuff is it's getting to you buddy you're, you're no, fresh it's not. That's it is problem. it's becoming no, it's a problem you me. have well, a you know sack they... of espresso on you at all time i'm just saying your caffeine addiction <sighs> might be getting bad oh that's some strong language here you know uh i've been taught to work smarter and harder he's literally pouring himself some more caffeine right now yeah, oh, yeah. good man now pay attention this time <laughs> draken you are supposed to be forging a warrant for investigation of the facility. I think it's, what, is it blue ink this time or is it red ink or is it green? No, you gotta fill the files in the corrected spots. Look, oh. I, I made you a diagram, right? Uh-huh, uh, All right. okay. It's yellow ink. Yellow for the title, black for the lettering, ye red for the borders. There are borders? Wow, what a, what a firm country. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all I know is that I'm the getaway driver and this feels hilariously unorganized. Can we actually go through the plan oh one gosh. more time? Wilson, you're back with the coffee, thank gosh. Oh, yeah, I just went upstairs. Yeah, I'll take one of those. Okay, sure, yeah, I, that's my. Draken, this changes nothing about what I said earlier. She sips a coffee. <laughs> so. Phase one. Phase one. Zana's going to cast Invisibility on herself along with Tama and Johan will distract the guards to open the gates. Meanwhile, Draken, you and I are going to be drinking these disguise potions and looking uh, ourselves like a few inquisitors. I hope you got your best uh, image in mind. Don't look like you. Okay. All right. Actually, me, Tama, and Alistair. Zana and Tama are going to go fetch the floppy disk. And, well, Draken, you and I are going to just take a look around the facility and play the role that we have been assigned. Uh, that you're currently writing out, please make sure that you write, look around entire facility, yeah, right there. What, what are we looking for again? There will be no exploration of the research and development facility. Okay, Wait. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah, make some adjustments to that, Drake, and wink. Yeah, I, I, I got you. Um, Johan, why are we investigating again? What was our excuse? You you had a specific thing you were looking for. Something about mopped floors? <laughs> about mopped floors. No, that'll be for our stealth team. Our window of opportunity will be short. Given our presence for any amount of time, General Farron will likely make his appearance and try to get us out of there, as his authority is about the only thing that can do so. At such a time, it may be required to create a diversion of sorts and open an opportunity for a probable cause. Probable cause, you say? Yeah. So, are you saying this is a routine inspection? No, we're going to be going in under the guise that their rations are subpar. Oh, okay, mal- malnutrition. Got it. We're going to have to inspect their their food supply. Okay, sure. Got to give them something they think they can prove very quickly. Malnourished special technologies in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely not in the research and development section. Uh, yep. Don't worry, I have that all in the notes. Uh, go in the research and development sector. Did you just cross out not after you wrote it down? No, 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 no. I circled it. It's to emphasize. It's like an underline. It brings more attention to the sentence. Uh, all right. Very official. Trust me. It's not my first time forging government documents. Just, just the, the quotations around don't, Draken. I like it. Yeah, thank you. God knows why Stefan trusts you. But since he's put his faith in you, I'm going to too. Don't let me down. Just a reminder. If things start to go south and anything's cut on tape, we need to destroy those cameras. 
That's why I'm equipping you with these magnets. You rub them against the storage disks, should erase their memory without causing a visible issue with the cameras. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You I have- accidentally did that to my grandma's tapes once. Oh, man, I got a hell of a beating for that. All right, hang on a second. Johan, question. If we're just looking at food supply, won't they just relegate us to a specific area and we wouldn't be able to look around the the compound? Well, yeah, that's the idea. We go into an area that's away from the desired location. That way, when the desired location is tampered with, we're not incriminated. Remember, I have to live here when you leave. (laughs) Ah, yes. You, you have to live here, right. Okay, yep. Live your very real life in this existence. Very active. Guys. And Uh, girls, come on. Be inclusive here. I don't like your tone, but we're a bit short-staffed, and you guys have a bunch of bull (laughs) you have in your pockets. And today, we need that bull. Is it a bull shift? No, it's a bull shoot, like spit. So, I can... Have Alistair carry the magnets to the tapes. He can fly up there and be invisible if I need him to be. Okay. I mean, that's that's relegated to your your group's job, I think, right? You're okay. taking care of that. I mean, unless, I mean, we, we could do that if you're infiltrating the actual Well, base. I'm just saying, Draken, if Alistair is able to fly up there with a little uh-huh. magnet. I don't know. How close are you in Snowflake? Snowball? Oh, close enough that I know her name. Hey, you know what? I, um, yeah, sorry about that one. (laughs) I mean, I will say owls make significantly less sound when flying than crows. Okay. So even though your bird is invisible, that doesn't mean that it doesn't make any noise. He's a very quiet flyer. All right. (laughs) You just see him flapping in the corner. (laughs) And you just hear his wings. That's just him dancing. Don't mind him. A cucaracha, a cucaracha. Don't eat that cockroach. As much as I would love to bring a chia as a drug uh, sniffing dog, you know. All right. Yes. They have drugs here? I could give you one, couldn't I? Give you a little disguise potion. You could look like a giant German shepherd. Very on point. I always saw him more of a Doberman. I'm more of a fan of basset hounds, but it's just me. I can't bring a giant wolf into the facility. I could bring a German shepherd, though. Maybe. Johan? It's not too far out of the ordinary. I have worked with canine units in the past. All right, I'll get him a little dog at work uniform. Oh, and put him in a little vest. Oh my gosh, that would be so cute. Proper gray coat attire, yeah. My bird has a monocle. I don't think we have outfits for birds. (laughs) So, uh, Draken, how long will it take you to write up those documents? I mean, I get... Depends on how good you want them to look. I can get it done within 24 hours, but like a day or two would be nice at least. Well, we could probably wait a day or two. I need to recover some of my uh, key points and also heal a little bit. Been a little bit worse for wear. All right. I mean, everyone, yeah, heal up, get prepared, meditate, whatever you need to do, get gear. Like a day of prep. Honestly, we definitely don't want to wait for the storm thing if we're going with a warrant. They might question why we're there during an emergency. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, you you all get to whatever you're doing. I've got to write up this thing. Oh, let me help you, Dragon. I'm really good at that. Are you? Yeah. So Are you? Are, are they a couple or what? They're a couple of idiots. That's what they are. They are a couple of individuals. 
Uh, we're a couple of oddballs. <laughs> we aren't going to have marital issues in the middle of our mission, are we? I'm not married. I don't think Never any of us are been. married. No, like uh, most of us are teenagers, I think. So the uh, plan is two days from now, then I'm guessing, right? That would be nice. All right. Everyone good with that? Yeah. I think two days may be a little late. We want to try and hit this before. We get some sleep tonight, have a day of prep, and tomorrow evening, that's when we we go. Great montage, by the way, guys. All right, so Tama just really needs to get to full health and all of his key points back. It's just so he's sure, that's, that's not a problem. Right. That way, he's all this free time, so oh, Johan yeah. can show him all the benefits of being a citizen of Araveldum. Are you tired of just your dumb butt adventures, just always getting on your nerves? Join a greater cause. Well, I'm I'm actually usually used to. Uh, uh, being by myself, I joined this group just because there's been some challenges lately, which the group's been helpful with. So, yeah. Nah, Tama wanted some friends, and after he had me as a friend, he knew he needed more. Well, um, we were kind of acquaintances. I mean, I consider you a friend now, but... <gasps> um, See? We're friends. Acquaintances when we first met. Yes, and by the end of our laborious journey together with you know, you end up friends at the end. I at least had you in my friend list. Uh, so everyone could see the little, uh, what were these, parpets? They're guard towers, effectively, which uh, surround the outskirts. That's what all these circles are. Each one of them has two guards stationed in them. There is a total of 20 of them, so that means the outer walls and facilities at all times are stationed with 40 guards. Supposedly, there are like routine training drills, which happened in this yard back here. And at any given time, uh, guards always come in pairs of two. They generally have four guards in central headquarters doing laps around the first floor. They just go in, they just walk in a big circle. But that isn't accounting for all of the administrative personnel. There are a bunch of desk workers in central headquarters, all the paper pushers. However, they are mostly in offices. So like, as long as you don't open their doors, you probably won't ever see them. Uh, research and development, very hush hush hush. No one knows how many scientists are working in them. The one thing you do know, which is very interesting, is that in order to get to the second floor, which is where the general's office is, there are no guards up there. But you do need a level three access key card. And there are only three individuals on the base who have access to that. One being the general himself, one being the secretary, and the other one is janitorial staff. Other than that, you need a level two key card to get into research and development, and everywhere else a level one key card will function perfectly fine. It's the day of the event. You all are about a block away from the facilities walking your way through downtown Erveldum. Wilson is situated uh, right around the corner watching the only entrance or exit to the facility, which is through the front gate. If all goes well, you will all go in, and 10 to 15 minutes later, you will all walk out, turn the corner, hop in a car, and be on your way. Snow, you and Draken drink your disguise potions and envision, to the best of your knowledge, what an Inquisitor should look like, basing yourself off of Johan himself. I think every one of them has those hats and glasses. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> Love it. All right, Dragon just looks at you and copies what you're doing. So you all have matching hats and glasses. 
I, I initiate invisibility for me and uh, Tama. Okay. And I hide uh, Alistair. Where are you hiding? I turn Alistair invisible too. Okay, so you use three casts of invisibility on yes. you, Tama, and Alistair. I will say, to make sure that they don't get separated from each other while invisible, Zana is holding Tama's hand. Snow and Draken are currently appearing as Inquisitors, and Johan, you have the immaculately forged warrant in your hand. All right. So we will approach to the front gate. Johan, how should we address you? Would you be like our captain or sir? Refer to me as Lieutenant Johan. If you're being formal, which often you might need to be, Lieutenant Johannes Volt. Zonest, I feel bad. A little bit of laughter. Excuse me. Johannes is a respectable name. (laughs) So you make your way up to the front gates and you see... But there is a little guard station here. Uh, it seems to be a multi-tiered entranceway, though, where there is, like, a metal cage that comes down in front of it, and then there are metal doors which slide open, but there is an individual stationed in a checkpoint box where there's, like, a little glass screen, and there's, like, an area where that you can speak into to communicate with it. You hear it come back over the intercom. State your name of business. Lieutenant Johannes Volt. Uh, what is an Inquisitor doing here? I have word that they're serving rotten rations. I've come here to inspect it myself. That's strange. I had it last night. Not the same problem. Where's your documentation? I got it right here. All right, you can, like, slide it under. Okay, takes it, inspects it. See, hold it up to the light. Uh, all right. Document this and call me. Don't don't be poking around too much. Just get in and out as quick as you can. Don't make a scene about it. And you see as the metal bars begin to raise, and you hear as pressure releases and the metal doors slide apart from one another. <laughs> Laid out exactly as uh, this indicates, but there are a number of troops doing a routine training exercise, and you see a small squadron of around about 12 individuals running in a nice orderly group around the base. Uh, And you see a number of vehicles parked outside both the barracks and one large truck parked outside the research and development area. Um, I go up. So there's this glass pane between us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of walk over, then I peek inside. Uh, Do I see, like, any glass or beverage or, like, food in there? Yeah, he's got, like, a half-eaten sandwich okay. that's in plastic wrap. Um, so here's the deal. Okay. <laughs> I would like to cast a, uh, cast Putrefy Food. Uh-huh. And I would also lean in and be like, Sir, just as a word of warning, we've heard stories that uh, people have been really afflicted by this stuff a few days after. Just just keep an eye out. And if your stomach starts grumbling... Is, is stuff the technical term that we're using at the time? Do I look like I am from the... Department of Medical Assistance? No, you don't. Exactly. So stuff is the official term. I'm glad that our Bureau of Inquisition is really on top of their naming schemes. But yes, as as I'm talking to him, I'm also casting basically putrefied food and drink. Are there somatic components for that? My words right now are being somatic. And no, my those hands, are verbal. Somatic I'm pointing. Or... I'm pointing. Okay, can you roll sleight of hand? Absolutely. Uh, just to be very convincing to this individual who really doesn't care and is not paying careful attention. Perfect. I can do that, 100%. Listen, I'm, I'm really enhancing the story here. I gotta sell it. 
bad rations. Uh, you are un- I think you are underselling your com- capabilities of uh, espionage. You have this under your belt? Well, in Aurora form, yeah. I was planning on going in guns. This is why we had the strategy meeting. Also, I didn't know you were going in with food. Oh, yeah, I never told anyone that. And I, I picked it more or less at random. Lucky break. <laughs> is is Light of Hand a train skill only? Yes. I don't have it on this character. I would have it on Snow's character sheet, not on Aurora's. Do you have bluff? I have intimidate. Do you have bluff? I do. Okay, roll bluff. He'll see your finger wagging, but if your bluff's high enough, he might not care. 17. All right, fine then. I'll keep an eye on this stuff. As that's going on, Zana leads Tama as to making sure that they're, they're not going to get separated while they're invisible. She is currently holding him, I guess, not by the hand, but more by the, by the wrist, kind of leading him, making sure he doesn't either fall behind and or get ahead. Sure, sure. And uh, I lead him to where we know to be the central headquarters. All right. Yeah, you walk up this main stretch of paved road all the way to the front door to central headquarters. As soon as you make it up to the front door of headquarters, you do see these sliding glass doors, but right in front of it is a little stand, and it looks like it, you have to insert a key card to get in. Is there anyone around? Uh, you did see uh, the platoon of 12 guards making laps around the facilities, and you know that uh, they're the guards in each of the guard towers and the one that you just saw. Other than that, you could try and inspect the barracks. You do see that there are a number of vehicles stationed just outside there. Uh, and there's also the research and development area right over there to your uh, bottom right. It seems to be that there are a number of in- individuals unloading large crates off of a large truck. I... I kind of, I think I'll, I'll whisper to Tama okay. and tell him, I should probably, uh, how about you just, you stay here, I'll come back. Does your, does your character have sleight of hand? Yes. Then yes, I'll just, right here. Just like meditator something for a sec, exactly right here. I need you to be right here or I won't be able to find you. All right. All right, I'll come back with the key card. I will head towards the soldiers. Which ones? The there. ones unloading. Okay, so you begin making your way over to the research and development area. And I'd like to make a perception to see if any of them look like they have either a key card or a key card indent in their pocket. Sure. That's a 28 perception. You can see a number of standard-looking individuals. All of them look very uniform, is the best way to put it, and almost identical in cut, clean-shaven hair. They all seem to be wearing black shirts and cargo pants as they're carrying these heavy boxes but you don't see any key cards visibly exposed on any of them at the time they might have something in their cargo pockets as they have multiple pockets however there is one individual who seems to be directing them Uh, you see this individual with kind of sporadic eccentric floofy gray hair he's wearing a lab coat and you see that he has what appears to be a key card clipped on to his lab coat and just need you to move all of the boxes over there you cannot be very careful with those i know what to do sure I'd go to the guy that seems like he's directing with the okay. new, you know, the key card. Yeah, so you uh, begin making your way over there and you actually get a peek into these boxes. And you can see that a number uh, of these crates actually have these really long metal rods. 
artifacts stored inside all of the crates. And they seem to be carrying them into the research and development facility through this large bay door. This individual is directing them as to where to store them. So is there guards around this individual as well? Uh, not any guards particularly. There are the individuals carrying the boxes, but they seem to have their hands very full. So the key card is just right on his front? It's literally just like clipped onto so his front. what I need, I'm going to be right up next to him. Uh-huh. And I assume that the people carrying boxes also pass by him as well. Oh, yeah, all the time. Good. So I'm going to need some sort of slight distraction, guys, you know, paying attention, and I can slight a pan very well. Sure. So what I'm going to do is as one of the guards passes right near their butt. Okay, I'm going to have to have you... Unconstitutional me? Roll a fortitude save to force out a fart. Fortitude. Yeah. How fortuitous is your flatulence? I ate beans like earlier in preparation for this. You had I've... coffee beans. Hey, caffeine stimulates. I don't Turn know what to tell you. 20. As this worker is carrying this crate uh, and he's walking by the scientist, you just let out a little toot. Marcus, what was that? As he's doing that, I slide up hand the key card. Okay, sure. Roll slide of hand. 26. He seems very distracted. You see his eyes are watering. <laughs> And he just actually just like turns and just stops instructing these individuals and r- runs in the opposite direction. And as he's turning to go like wretch in a corner, you just like pull this clip off of him and you now have his key card. Does she have immunity to her own stench? Um, I don't that no, this person is just apparently incredibly Very weak fresh. stomach. <laughs> um, I rolled and whatever the roll was for, it was a natural one. So this man is going to be like dying for like the next three minutes as He's just completely out of the equation. You know when um, people try like take a deep breath every so once in a while? He did that right as right as she farted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um you no, know, he really did. It's 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 in his throat. It's in his mouth. Light a match or something. Jesus, are you trying to make the whole place explode? I uh, I run back to uh to Tama with the key card. While that's happening, uh Tama, there is a brief interaction going on with you. As you are standing there, it appears as if three individuals are exiting the facility. You see uh, these two looking standard guards, just very uniform, almost identical. But then there's this one individual who is well-built, tall, muscular individual. He seems to have on an extra large black cloak with like poofy shoulder pads, gold medals, and uh, a cap on his head, and he has a relatively large and ornate sword on his hip. And you see, as he is exiting the facility, the glass door, it it seems as if it's almost like an airlock and that there's a checkpoint to get into the building. There's very similarly to the front gate, a person standing behind a glass door in the entrance to the facility. So there's two sliding doors and it makes almost like an airlock that you have to walk through. As the inside doors open, they step in, they speak to the individual, a green light flashes, and then the doors to the outside open, and they walk past you. And the doors close once again. Uh, and it would appear, as you continue watching them, that it actually looks like they are leaving the facility. With that, you guys, we'll get back in a second, we're going to move over to our resident inquisitors. So they just, like, leave us to wander about the base? Yeah, I mean, you, you've you shown your warrant. It seemed official enough. They said they were going to document this and have words with the on-site supervisors and probably notify the general of the, the facility. Beautiful. 
But you guys are free to roam about the cabin and supposedly inspect these rotten rations. Hey, Draken. <laughs> yeah, that's what, me. I probably shouldn't be calling you Draken. No, probably not. Code names. Um, Daryl. Daryl what? Last names are important here. Oh, gosh, you're right. Um, Daryl Von Viridium. I don't know. Von Viridium. I think it's an element. Oh, Hank, we does not the time to argue. You are salt and you are pepper. No, incorrect. Oh, uh, so I'm sodium? Don't... Yeah, like, you're potassium, I'm sodium. Okay, we'll just stick with the periodic table. No, I have the perfect name. Wait, we're, we're having this like, discussion fine. while we're walking towards the barracks. Yeah, okay, so you're making your way over towards the barracks, and you see all of these cars lined up currently by these docking bays, and you see a couple soldiers lackadaisically lounging about at the time. It seems as if this these are their off hours. Uh, so, Lieutenant Johannes, uh, sir... So what exactly, since we're deputies in training here, right? Elbows, uh, Drake, and Colonel I mean, I already born. finished my training. I was well, top of my class. I don't know about you. You seem to be picking up things kind of slowly. I know. I just, you know, said stuff earlier. Yeah, it's, it's very not the technical term. This is also really difficult because I'm having to disguise my voice while I'm in the other form, I will have you know. I mean, I don't know why there should be a problem for you. Anyways, you had a question for our yeah, dear no, lieutenant no. here. So what would happen, actually, if the food was bad? Well, that would give us probable cause to start investigating further, interviews and such. Might drag on. This could take all day, you know? Oh, right. All day. So, you need more time. All right, we can make that happen, literally, in a non-metaphorical sense. We'll have to see what we're dealing with when we get there. Why is this such a long walk? Couldn't we, like, take some sort of... Do they not have vehicles here? Yeah, we just passed, like, six cars. What do you mean? Could have taken like the, the golf cart or golf cart equivalent. <laughs> Does it look like they're casually being used to move stuff around? Uh, no, the vehicles look as if they are currently not being utilized whatsoever, and they are just a bunch of soldiers, very lackadaisically, kind of just like lounging around over by the carport. Some of them are even smoking. Whoa, is that allowed on these premises? Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's an infraction. Yo, uh, you know, it might be whatever it takes to keep them motivated. Yeah, who knows. Lieutenant Johannes, sir, isn't that an infraction in the community? Smoking near flammable sources? How much do you want to piss on the baby? <laughs> it? It's like smoking at a gas station. It's technically... It's still, like, illegal, though. <laughs> right, it's technically illegal, but everyone does it, and no one's going to correct you unless you're, like, a real piece of work. That's my job. It's your job to be a real piece of work. <laughs> I just want to see... Snow leans back over towards Draken. I just want to see how wild up I can get him. All right. He flips out his clipboard. Personally bothered by this <laughs> right. on the yeah, side. Exactly. I'm here for a mission, but you. Oh, oh sh- what, the, what are the inquisitors doing? Hello. Yes. How are you, are you doing, um, individual? Soldier, what is your station? I'm here. Uh, I'm on my, uh, yeah, uh, currently uh, we are a abjurer first class. Uh, we're on our uh, break right now. I'm Jacob von Aquius. Right. Now, what would you say that is? And he points to the still smoking cigarette on the ground. Oh, that is um, a crazy kids we had to confiscate these from them they were pedestrians were unauthorized and weren't supposed to have this and you decided to 
take part in some recreational use. Uh, we needed to make sure that these were properly disposed of and could not be taken by any other individuals. Right. And what would you say that is, nay, two feet from your lit burning piece of recreational hardware? I mean, Lieutenant Johannes, can we book him, sir? I would really like to book somebody today. Oh, oh there I, really doesn't need to be any any other. Uh, no, you see, um, that right there is our patrol vehicle. Um, and this doesn't look very good, but that is not <laughs> the point. That looks like a gas can to me. Well, yeah, that is the refueling station, yes. And what would happen if a piece of burning material were to make its way close enough to it, to a gas can. Well, logically speaking, as we all passed our entrance exams here, uh, we do know that that is a highly flammable substance, and that is why we needed to test the authenticity of this contraband to make sure that we excluded it from this area. Now that we know that it's functional, we can dispose of it. Snow steps forward. What is your level of, um, what's your level of clearance here? Well, I, I, likewise, am only an observer first class. I'm clearance level one. I see. Well, I hope you learned your lesson. I don't know what my clearance has to do with the lesson that I learned. I will just, and he just pulls out, like, turns around and, like, around the corner, grabs a dustpan and, like, sweeps it up and then, like, runs off to put it in a trash can. Uh, 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 now, hold on there. Uh, yeah. I'm sure we all like to sweep this under the gravel. I have some work I need to do here. I need to get into the barracks to examine the rations. Uh, uh, all right, sure. Um, uh, we can get you in right this way. It's you not could a escort problem. us. We'd be obliged. Sure, sure. Right, right this way. The engine stores over there. Yep. Maybe we'll overlook this one this time. We catch you again, though. I'm watching you, Wazowski. Um, the the name's Klaus, actually. Whatever. Klaus. <laughs> he writes that down. Oh, it's I like, guess I shouldn't have given them more like, information than they're accustomed. <laughs> you could hear him writing down with his pen. Is, is, I mean, you're just writing that down because we are the ones who escorted you uh, for your official report, yes? Diligent in your duties, I'm sure. Uh, but appreciated. Uh, right this way. And you see as he utilizes a level one access key card, which is attached uh, via a cord to his belt. Uh, and he like pulls it, the cord extends, and he's able to scan it and get you guys in through the front doors. Snow uh, on the side starts messaging Draken as they're following after him. And she says, Draken, if we run into somebody with a level three access, I have a basically a polymorph potion we could use. If we kidnap them, we can steal the card for the others. Both of you roll perception. No. As you have made your way into the barracks, by the escort of these two abjurers. Draken is currently not with you. Oh! During that interaction, he snuck off. Both the abjurers are still there. However, uh, your friendly neighborhood fake inquisitor, Draken, is, is currently MIA. Okay, so... But he did receive your message. All right. Does he respond to the message? Yeah. All right, sounds good. I'm going to see if I can locate one. If the report's correct, uh, there are a couple of locations where we can find high-level access key cards. Apparently, janitors get to go wherever they want, which I guess kind of makes sense. So, if you can find the custodial lounge or staff area, potentially you could find a level 3 access key card there. Perfect. If that is the case, then make sure you let me know. I have a potion of, essentially, uh, 
polymorph, I think, from what I read in the description, you could assume the disguise of that person. All right, cool. Um, I'm going to totally not look in the research and development Wait, you area. didn't take me with you? Well, I mean, I figured it would be really suspicious if I had a conversation and plotted with you to leave, and then he but was all by himself. literally messaging right now, Dragon. Well, yeah, but you see, right now, you're still with Johannes it's and fine. can convince him to... to not look for me as I'm gone. I'm just going to poison the whole food supply. It'll keep him busy. I'm sure Johannes is going to love the fact that you're poisoning the food supply. Keep me updated on that. Sounds good. Back at the front entrance of Central Headquarters, Zana, you've made your way back and you stumble into Tama, like feeling where he is. And they're like, yep, right there in the spot where I left you. Wow. Dude, you have like rock hard abs. So what is, uh, is the entrance like? Well, um, so you know how we had to go through two doors on the way in? Yeah, it's the same situation to get into the building. Okay. So, uh, how are we getting in? We can get through the first door, but we just got to sit there until someone else comes through. Yeah. There hasn't been anybody through since well, I've been gone? There was one person, and actually, they looked very important. Possibly could have been the general. And and you just watched him go? Did you want me to do just... I just wanted you to stand there and watch him go. You did a good job, Tama. All right. So... Oh, quick question. Are there any windows, like, on the second floor? There's one very large bay window on the second floor, which actually faces the front of the facility and kind of overlooks the entire area, kind of like wraps around the building. Other than that, you also notice that there are a couple of exhaust vents leading out of the facility. So I will send Alistair up in the sky for a bird's eye view. Okay, that's good. And do I see anyone coming towards the door? Uh, not towards the main entrance. It would appear as if this is the main entrance to the facility, but there is a side door which individuals seem to be coming and going from. They seem to be entering in empty-handed and leaving with arms and munitions. Okay, so thanks to that bird's eye view from Alistair, I will grab Tama once again and tell him, got a key card, we just have to get this, we just have to get in. I know a way. Tama would just nod with him. Not used Tama to nods, invisible. but he realizes I'm invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's not used to being invisible. Uh, so you begin making your way over there. Oh, also, what level key card did she get? She got a level two key card. Uh, you guys are making your way over to these large bay doors where it seems as this, both of these doors seem to be... 10 square feet. So like they're, they're massive, like shutter doors. They're currently rolled up and you see soldiers have marched in through the right-hand side of this facility and they come out fully armed through this left-hand side and they pass this one large vehicle, which is parked out of front. Sneaking in with soldiers is always easy. Just match the rhythm to their footsteps. No, see or hear. Uh, so you guys are actually able to just like walk into this area because it's already a base that you need clearance to enter, so they're not really stopping people from coming in here. So you guys literally just walk in through this open, large garage bay doors, and you notice that all of these walls are lined with individual stalls. The stalls on your right-hand side as you immediately enter are lined with full body armor. They seem to have helmets, chest, boots, all kinds of things. And then on your left-hand side, you see things like batons, tear gas grenades, and live firearms. Like, are they just, like, sitting on a table? Uh, all of these are currently hung up on, like, racks and shelves. 
Uh, what about the tear gas grenades? So if you think of this like a locker, the guns are mounted and the tear gas grenades are kind of sat on the base of the locker. Can I slide up hand one? Yeah, you could definitely attempt to slide a hand one. 20. Yeah, you're able to nick one. All right, um, so I nick one and I put it immediately in my bag of holding. Sure, yeah, everyone's fine. <laughs> Just um, And you know from the schematics that you were provided with... And I studied... That this is the munitions hold. This is where everyone basically comes to get geared up for either training exercises or live events. They'll run through here, grab whatever they need, and then run out the other door. Uh, this door on the far end of the facility, all the way on the right, is how you actually access the rest of Central Headquarters. And that is where I will be heading. All right. So I'm going to need you guys to roll stealth now. As you are walking directly past guards, and though they may not be able to see you, they could hear you. 27. Very nice. 34. Beautiful. You're perfectly matching pace with their footsteps, if your feet are even making sounds at all, and you manage to skate by them, as they seem to be getting equipped for some routine test or drill. And you manage to snake your way around the corridor over to the door which connects this storage facility to the rest of Central Headquarters. And you once again see that there is a slot for you to insert the keycard. Then I guess I use the uh, sleight of hand keycard and door or just stealth? Uh, you just put the keycard into the slot. It beeps green. And you hear a, a it unlatch and you hear a, a speaker come over that says, Welcome, Lucas Von in veneer. And the door kind of unlatches and releases and pops out a little bit for you and you can see that you can pull on it. Uh, I do so and we enter quickly. You have your stairwell immediately to your right hand side which leads you to the second floor. However, you know that the stairwell needs a level three access key card. Would we know where the uh, oh, like oh. janitor's place would be? In the top left hand corner of the facility there is a small little uh, janitorial closet over by the restrooms. So I I guess we'll head towards the janitor's closet to see if they're there. Sounds good. So you begin making your way up this hallway? Yes? Yes. All right. I want you all to roll a perception check. 23. 17. Tama, overwhelmed with the current set of circumstances, you're not able to hear quite as well as your fellow compatriot. But luckily, we're in teams of two. So what one misses, the other one picks up. And Zana, you can distinctly hear the lack of guards' footsteps. But instead of guards' footsteps, what you're hearing is some mechanical object moving off in the distance. Can I determine direction? It seems to be coming uh, from over the hallway that you're currently going to be walking. But it seems to be getting closer to you, as if it's about to round this corner. I duck us behind the other corner and wait to see what it is. So you just want to hide by the nearest wall. Okay, cool. And peer down. Just see what it is. I highly doubt we're going to make it down that entire corridor. And if need be, I have ways of being undetected. And this is what you see around in the corner. Oh, man. I, you gotta love those, you know, uh, late 18th century fully <laughs> autonomous robots. You Don't you just gotta love them? Does it look like its red beam sensor is about head height? Or you see around in this corner a 
humanoid, but alarmingly futuristic robot, which has one central glowing red eye. Uh, I think we're going to have to climb on the wall. Weird. So I don't know if you've ever spider climbed before, but it's a little weird. All right, cool. So you guys begin climbing up the walls and onto the ceiling. And as this robot comes down the hallway, you see that it is scanning head height and everything down below it. But as you guys are on the ceiling, you are able to just barely able to pass overhead undetected. Ooh, uh, something tells me that thing has infrared. Could be the glowing red eye. Anyway, so uh, then we begin making our way down the hallway towards our destination of janitor's closet. All right, cool. So you begin making your way up to the top left-hand corner of the facility over to the janitor's closet. But you notice the janitor's closet is locked. Requires an access key card. Do I see the janitor anywhere? You do not see the janitor anywhere. Does it say what level key card it needs? It doesn't say, no. But you know that janitors have level three access. The only other place in the entire facility with level three access. The janitor's closet. Listen, they gotta be able to get through every door. Tama messages um, Snow. We're currently trying to uh, acquire a level three key card, having a few uh, setbacks. Uh, and you get this message. As we pan back over to the barracks, as Johan and Snow have been escorted to the mess hall, and Johannes is very diligently going through all the various different crates of rations and their storage facility of all of their goods. Oh, we're going through the crates? Yeah. Actively? Is anybody watching us? I mean, there's the guards that Johannes is chastising for their improper maintenance of cabbage. Wait, so is he going through the crates? Or am I also going through the crates? You're kind of standing by, observing, and you're, like, taking notes. I wouldn't be standing by. I need to curse the food. Okay, sure. You're you're examining how they refrigerate their milk as he's inspecting their cabbages. Every time I touch something, like it's every other one, I I cast Putrefy Food and Drink. How many spells is that? It's a cantrip. It's a cantrip? Yes. Love that. So I'm poisoning the water supply. Let's go. It just works. It looks like our tip wasn't unfounded. Lieutenant Johannes, uh, we got another one. Well, we we just got this delivered weekly. We have this the rations are brought in from the farms and the facilities. I, I don't. Yeah, well, who's in charge of filing this? Well, I mean, I guess technically, well, there's the supply records office in central headquarters. Who approved this food? Sorry, Lieutenant. No, you're doing good, Deputy. Keep uh, up the good work. Sophie LaVega is the supply records office. Uh, she generally goes through all of the supplies and goods that we have. Uh-huh. And what's her clearance level? Why do you need to constantly ask that? I believe it's level one. <sighs> this is where all the problems are coming from in our society, Johannes. I mean, Lieutenant Johannes. See this? All these level ones over here? Ugh. You know we limit the clearance levels for security purposes, right? And clearly, well, they failed That's in selecting true. you and Sophie. So- Sophie La Vega. I mean, we could dispatch all of the rotten food shares and reach out and get, uh, acquire new rations. But I've got to say, we've been eating the food here for days now, and we haven't noticed any problems. Not according to my reports. I have multiple complaints. 
I, I, okay, well, I mean, I personally, anecdotally, haven't experienced this. I'll take your statement. Make sure we record your name. Oh, uh, sure, the name is Daniel Wood. Like to leave this situation? <laughs> Are you getting funny with me? No, 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 no. It's I have a failed career as a comedian that I rely on in times of high pressure and stress. Comedy isn't allowed here. I know it's an infraction. Our goal isn't to make stress here, cadet. We're trying to make sure that all the working class of Veraveldum has good food to eat and good supervision. I don't know, Lieutenant. We might need to escalate this to a person with a higher clearance. Who do you answer to? Uh, me? Um, I... Sergeant N Nerville. And where can we find the good Sarge? Uh, uh, I think Sergeant's currently out on patrol. Um, either that or he's probably running training drills with the cores out in the yard. Lieutenant Johannes, this is my hundredth cabbage I found that is rotten, sir. I didn't even know we had a hundred cabbages. Accurately documenting the work. <laughs> well, he's got to actually turn this in, so he's got to put actual work into these notes. That's so. fair. I hope someone's keeping track of all these Oh, names by the way, while this is happening, um, Snow looks at him. I hope you didn't eat any of this food. It's going to make you sick. Oh, no. I mean, I haven't heard anyone being sick. And then I cast um, Feast of Ashes. Um, it, it, yeah. Johannes thinking to himself. We got a lucky break with this rotten food. Yeah, no, and with the words, she'll cast it with the words and pointing at him, just like making this general hand gesture, it'll make you sick. Uh, as you cast the spell, you can tell that this individual seems to kind of like wince in pain, but seems to be restraining themselves. Beautiful. Uh, they're definitely afflicted, but they're attempting to- By the way, eating causes the target to become nauseated for one round unless they make a DC 12 fortitude save. This lasts two days per level. Sure, 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 sure. What? Now, you, listen, I, um, I see that you keep saying that all of this food is rotten and spoiled, but I have to say personally, from my own experience, I haven't experienced any of this. Uh, if Let you, me uh, ask you something. I'm going to tell you what these symptoms are. Have you felt like there's a hunger that no food can assuage? No, listen, look, I'll prove it to you right now. I'll drink that milk and I'll... <laughs> And you see as he goes over to the milk that you just recently... Putrefy? Yeah, you just cast Putrefy on, and he just goes to down the entire... No, no, no. no. Uh, uh, Johannes would go up and, like, physically stop him. Okay. Didn't you hear us? He opens up and look. That's curdling. I don't think so. What? I get down this, and he goes to down the milk anyways. <laughs> but then he's he... He's gonna write him up. Yeah, that's fine. And then you For just insanity. see... As he starts retching back up the milk and vomiting all over the floor. Oh, look at that, Lieutenant. Look, another yeah, one's sick. Perfectly fine milk. I don't know what you're saying. Get him, try some of that bread. You don't, ha <laughs> you don't have to be strong for us. It's okay. You can go We're to the Board of Medical Assistance if you need to. Thank you. And you just see him run out of the room. Daniel would like to leave. <laughs> and just runs out. Dismissed. Oh, you just have this pile of milk and vomit on the ground. Snow in disguise just shakes her head. What a shame. It looks like you were right, Lieutenant. She pats him on the back. There is bad food here. All right. This shouldn't stay here. Bomb will fester. Is there a custodian around here? Good plan. Good plan. And oh, then make Snow, a good team. Snow, does Snow get the message finally? Or uh, uh, yes. I already got it. You, you would have already gotten it before that interaction. You see that they are currently in the facilities, but the only thing they're missing currently is a level three access key card. Okay, perfect. She messages back really quickly. Don't worry. In the process of making somebody throw up, 
in his head, Tom was like, I, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but okay. <laughs> and then she sends afterwards, should be getting a level three access soon, dot, dot, dot. Shouldn't we be using, like, the heist uh, group chat? <laughs> Tom messaged her in this Privately, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Custodial, oh, uh, yeah, I'll get Bernard over here right away. So we're waiting by the janitorial closet for someone to maybe pick up their supplies they might be needing or come out of the closet. I don't know. And you see as an older looking gentleman with like male pattern baldness and slick back hair. He's currently just wearing like a black button up shirt and black cargo pants. He's currently wheeling around a mop bucket and he's very curmudgeonly. I see the radio. Uh, you, yeah, you see this custodial individual walking down the halls. As soon um, as I see him, I would stealthily pursue him to see if he has his key card. Well, the first thing that you would notice is you would hear over the walkie we got someone who vomited in, in the mess hall. We need to clean this up start. Apparently there's rotten food in here and everything. It, it's a whole big mess. We're going to have to dump like 18 gallons of milk. And somehow we've got 100 rotten cabbages. I don't even know we ordered 100 cabbages. Like, you're going to have to get like an industrial size waste bag. And you just hear in the like background, and counting. Oh, I don't even have a trash can big enough for cabbages. And you just see him just like pushing around this trash can. And you see as he goes down to his belt and there he pulls out a key card, which is uh, attached by a retractable cord to his belt. And he scans it and the door opens. And he releases it and the cord snaps back in place. After hearing that, Tama thinks to himself, huh, making someone throw up really did work. That's weird. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so I don't only have to sleight of hand, I have to, yeah, disable device as well. Is that correct? The key card is attached to this retractable cord by a mechanism. There are theoretically a couple of different ways that you go about this. Uh, you could take off his belt. You could cut the cord. You could disable the mechanism, which is attaching the cord to the card. You could knock him out and drag his unconscious body over to the oh scanner. Do we have the trank darts? Tama can just do non-lethal damage to knock him out. Question is, then we gotta have a but unconscious body somewhere. <laughs> Interestingly no, enough, there's we... a custodial closet that only certain people have access to, which is now open. They come or in we oh, just... taking a nap again. How, how well do you think you can knock him out? How hard is it to knock someone out? They have to take non-lethal damage equal to twice their HP. Wait, 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 wait. I don't need to knock him out. I have scrolls of sleep. So... We are literally hanging right directly above the custodial closet, waiting for this man. And as he walks underneath to get his supplies, I use a scroll of sleep. You hang down upside down. You uncover part of your face mask. All right, you see him rummaging around in the closet. He's grabbing, like, bleach, a mop, a giant trash can. You see him, like, pocket, like, 18 trash bags. He's grumbling the entire time. And then all of a sudden, uh, you cast sleep. Ooh, a new infraction. Janitor is way late to his job. Find him sleeping on the job. And you see, as the janitor falls unconscious and collapses and tumbles into the trash can which he was wheeling around. All right. I mean, there's no trash. It's empty. So, he was getting ready to throw away cap. I think we either, A, we're invisible, so we can, you know, maneuver him around. Do I have a pair of sunglasses on? Just why don't, why don't you just grab the key card? I 
I do grab the key card. Sure. Snip it off of it. Uh, so you just go up, you tug on the key card a little bit, and you cut the retractable cord, which is attaching it to his waist. Okay, well then, you know, he's... Just close the door behind you. Close the door, you. I take the key out. card, and yeah. you're not allowed to come out. He literally can't <laughs> leave unless someone with level three access unlocks this door. All right, so we... Because we, um, he doesn't have his key card to get out anymore. You can't leave a room without your key card? No, you have to scan it on either side of the door. Is that how it works for the bathrooms, too? <laughs> can't leave the stall if you leave your key card in there. Well, you know, you'll never accidentally leave your key card on the toilet that That's way. the point, right? Like, they don't want people forgetting their stuff. So I will message Snow, level three key card acquired. Stairs or elevator, question mark. And this is in the heist group chat. <laughs> then it's not a message to Snow. Yeah, it's a message to Snow. It's a message to and everyone. And the rest of the guild. Well, not the guild, the, you know, the heist. Okay. So does Dragon. Yeah. I'll give him a chance to respond. It's been a while since our man has been silent. If you go through the stairs, you're going to have to pass the secretary. But if you use the elevator, you actually have direct access to General Furum's office. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. Uh, Snow just so, sends back. Uh, I don't know where any of these things are. I'm terrible with maps. However, comma... Good job. Um, we're currently waiting on the janitor to get here to, to clean up vomit. I'm assuming he won't. Smiley face. Oh, I guess. Smiley uh, winky face. I guess the lieutenant's really going to have a much longer list soon. Don't worry. He's taking a well-deserved nap. Uh, um, go for the elevator. It sounds faster. Yeah, we head for the elevator. So in order to get into the war room, you do have to go through this access key required door. The war room, I don't assume, would be level three. So I use the... Actually, no, I use the janitor's keycard. Welcome, Bernard von Perigo. And it lights up green and the door opens. But you do see that as you guys are invisible and on the ceiling, there's no person in front of the door. The individual at the security checkpoint seems intrigued by this and like kind of turns their head and sees no one is by the door, but the door is open. So... We go in the door quickly. Okay, sounds good. You make your way through the door and you enter into this very large war room, which has a large wooden table sat at an elevated height. And it seems like there are stairs down into a lower room, which has a, just a ton of monitors on it, which seem to be replaying and looping footage. But there seems to be almost all empty chairs around the table, but there are a few individuals manning electronic devices down by the monitors. But the elevator is in the top right-hand corner of the war room where it does not seem anyone is currently situated or watching. And that's when we go into the elevator. You pop out on the right-hand corner of the general's office. Okay. And you see that he has a desk with some sort of monitor on it. That is where we go. <clears throat> All right, you make your way over to the monitor. I want a perception. Okay. I would like to perception the room. Where's okay. the cameras? Where where's everything? Is there sure. anyone in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I hear the secretary out there clipping her nails, talking on the phone? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. You know, the thing we're come here for. Thirty-one perception. Thirty-one too. Wow, three hundred and twelve. That's, That's a, pretty such impressive. A large number. Uh, wow. So you actually notice a very distinct lack of cameras in the general's office, which is very intriguing. Uh, there is a desk in the bottom right-hand corner of the room, which is where the monitor is stationed, and he has multiple desk drawers, but they all seem to be locked by some sort of 
mechanical device. It's a good thing I got a lockpick kit. If you would like to use that, you can. Or uh, as they're actually referred to, Masterwork Thieves Tools. Mm. Get ready for that Resident Evil laser room. And as you're examining the monitor and very basic rudimentary keyboard, you see that there are wires which seem to go out from the very chunky screen and into the wall that you are currently facing, and they seem to go out of the room. Okay. Do I, the drawers, the, do I see a little thing to insert a floppy disk? Uh, no, these seem like regular, like, desk drawers. Uh, what you see is a keyhole to open them. Can I disable the device? You could, you could attempt to disable the device. 20. Even with your expertise and proficiency with your tools, you are unable to open these locks. They seem I, to be quite complex. I tap gently on the bottom to assess what's inside. Can, uh, would that be a perception? Sure. 23. The desk does not sound to be hollow, as if the compartments are certainly filled with some contents. But it is very difficult to tell exactly what the contents are. Um, it, so you said the wires running to the back room. Is there a door to that room? It's, it's a weird double door. It's very large, as if like a lot of people could fit into this other room. Are there windows to the doors? Are they solid? There's a window right behind the desk, and you can actually see directly into the next room. What does it look like? Very strangely enough, immediately attached to this general's office, you see what appears to be a sparring room. There are numerous weapons mounted all along the walls, and there is a large oval mat on the floor, which seems to be some sort of ring or arena. And it seems as if he likes to have an immediate view of this area from his desk where he sits. And I power on the computer. You instinctually, as a 21st century individual, don't even need to sweat. It's very intuitive. There is a power button on the monitor, and you see it flash. And it's one of those old school, though, like black screen, green lines of text. And it says, please enter your passcode. And it's just a flashing green line. Uh, it's on the computer. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you turn the computer back off. I will message the heist group chat. In the general's office, I'm not finding any uh, floppy disk, key card, anything like that. Did, did you check his sock drawer? Okay, this, does the sparring doors have, like, handles, and is the secretary present? You can hear off in the distance what sounds to be the clicking of a typewriter. But, Jonathan, as you have already looked into the sparring room, you do not see anyone present in there, and it does seem as if these are some of the only doors that do not require an access key card, and they just have handles, and you just open them. Okay, so we stealth in and open them. All right, cool. You stealth your way in, opening through these double doors, and you enter into this sparring room, and you see two other sets of doors. The doors immediately to your left-hand side uh, have some glass panes, and you see as if it looks like they would exit out into the main hall and where the secretary is, but you do see this one closet-like looking metal door which seems to just close off uh, another area, which you remember to be some sort of storage. Where are the wires going? The wires seem to have run into the general's office's wall and then you, they're, they're in the wall from there. It's really hard to tell where they could be going, but you know that they led somewhere into this room and you do know that there is something being stored adjacent to the sparring room. I go to the storage room. All right. Uh, the storage room door has a mechanical lock. Like, it requires a key. Yeah. Not a key card, but a key. All right. Let's let's try this again. Disable device? Sure. Go for it. 24. Yeah, you are unable to open this mechanical lock either. 
Zana tries the lock and fails and is like, Tama, nothing's working on these locks. I have masterwork thieves tools and I've been picking locks since I was four. Tama thinks to himself, how are we going to get in? I'm not really good at unlocking. Think, is there anything? And then he stops and thinks, wait a minute, I can melt things now. He's like, and he turns his hand does to Tama, lava. Does Tama indicate this before he no, tells he her? No, he doesn't. He just turns his hand to lava and then starts pushing on the lock. And oh my god, it's melt doing that. And you see as Tama uses his molt body ability and literally just pushes his finger. Yeah, because it becomes a glowing red. It becomes oh. molten. Oh my um, and he literally just pushes his finger through the keyhole lock. And that undoes the mechanism as it falls apart. And the, the door kind of slowly creaks open. Uh, and as you walk into uh, this, what was indicated as a storage room, you see an absolutely massive wall-to-wall old-school computer system. Oh, uh, yeah. Do we do a perception check to see if we can find the floppy disk? Uh, yeah, go ahead, roll a perception check. Yeah, uh, 29. Again, you are from a 21st century individual. You eventually are able to find the data slot, and you are able to input your disk, and you see as it begins downloading all of the contents of the server. Uh, it is going to take you a little bit of time, though. You don't know quite how long it's going to take. I message in the group chat, contents downloading Hacker Voice, and she puts parentheses around Hacker Voice. I'm in. That was good thinking with the, the melting the lock, Tama. Cutting back over to the barracks as uh, individuals have been alerted to your presence and the qualms within the facilities. Good, 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 good. That's exactly what we wanted. You see, as you are inventorying all of the rations with these supposed issues and interviewing a couple of the abjurers at this facility about their experience, the rations the past couple of days, you see an individual who is highly decorated approaching. Uh, It is the same individual that Jonathan saw earlier. Lieutenant, the sack of potatoes is bad too. This is a downright disgrace. Could be a food blight. Could be an infestation. Uh, And you see as this individual walks up to you, completely ignores the lower-ranking officer, turns immediately to Johannes, almost barks at you in a condescending tone. What is the meaning of this? Would Johannes recognize him? Uh, You would immediately assume that this is the general just based off of his appearance, decoration, and the manner in which he's carrying himself. General Farum. Are you aware of what's going on on your grounds right underneath your nose? We have multiple accounts of improper storage and spoiled provisions, failure to maintain documentation in violation of regulations, negligence of mental health treatment or potentially coercion uh, to prevent disclosure of information. We have repeated instances of substance abuse and an unreasonable delay in performing necessary cleanup duties in violation of established protocols. Very well. All material will be dispatched at once. However, I will say that these are routinely brought into the facility and whoever is supplying them would be at large. I would highly recommend that the Bureau of Inquisition look into who is providing these supplies, less so in how they are being stored. Did you notice any fault in the facilities which is storing them themselves or only in the products? Both. What was faulty in regards to the facilities? If your men were doing their job, they wouldn't be putting rotten food on the shelves. They'd be checking it first. We have multiple instances of opened crates that contain partially rotten materials. You could even see the chunks from overhead. It's like they weren't even trying. Yeah, speaking of chunks, your janitorial service hasn't even arrived, sir. Not to mention, these aren't the only rumors I've been getting, but that's a discussion we'll have to have in private. I would like to roll intimidation like 
he has something, some big dirt. Sure. I would like to assist. Sure. Oh, yeah. That would be a 46. And then plus the two from me. As you say this, you see as a bead of sweat begins to trickle down the side of his head. Uh, he seems to get incredibly frustrated with the circumstances, and his composure breaks to a degree. <sighs> a damn pure of Inquisition. Fine. You can have a meeting with me in my office, curtly and immediately. We will handle these matters internally. There will be an investigation of all of the facilities, and any individuals involved will be immediately dispatched. And you get a message from Zana. Stall as long as you can. Thumbs up. And a picture of the thing at like 40%. Yeah, and it's just like this bar that's like half green and you see that it's only just beginning. As you have requested to talk with him privately in regards to this, the general says that you can have a urgent and immediate meeting with him in his office right now. All right, let's go. And you begin walking from the barracks to Central Headquarters. Oh, no. And you see him as he grabs a walkie. Abigail, clear my schedule. There's some urgent business. Make sure that no one's inside the facilities. As he's saying that, she messages back. Hey, guys, clear your schedule. Uh, seems like Roland's coming back. Uh, we are currently in the process of having a meeting with him. Uh, however, we're getting him alone, so this could be an opportunity. Just make sure he doesn't go into his sparring ring. Well, as long as you didn't do anything to set anything out of place, we should be fine. <laughs> Smiling emoji with a sweat bead. Sure. What? Sure. <laughs> Tom takes a picture of the door <laughs> with a finger hole through the lock. It's not that noticeable. Do you have any spells that could repair it like mending? Smiley face with a sweat bead emoji. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, on top of everything else, he definitely wants to show me that there's a security risk. <laughs> Okay. Um, just make sure he doesn't go into his sparring room. I don't even know where that is, but okay. I, you, want, you want me to say that to him? Thumbs up. <laughs> and, uh, you want me no, to no, say no, that no, to no, him? No. She just no. sends it back in no. exclamation. You want me to say that? No, 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 no. So as Zana and Tama are successfully downloading the data from the general's computer, it appears as if... Johannes, their informant, has decided to have a private conversation with the general in his office. And as Snow and Zana are messaging back and forth about the necessity to stall, you see as the three of them slowly begin raising up the elevator and through the crack in the door, you can see the general has entered his office. And... You guys are currently only 59% complete on your download. And I think that is where we're going to end it for this week's episode of The Odd Campaign. Ah! So thank you, Foundlings, for tuning into this week's episode of The Odd Campaign. I hope you enjoyed this little bit of sneaky sabotage as these individuals are currently knee-deep in a pile of rotten produce, apparently, as 100 cabbages have gone bad. And the general is now inquiring about this directly. So please stay tuned as we find out the conclusion to this tale. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you did enjoy, please do make sure to leave us a like, rating, or review on whatever application you're listening to us on. It goes a long way to show us that you enjoy this content. If you would like to tell us how much you love this content, please feel free to let us know on our socials. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter at RollFound, or you can leave us a rating or review on whatever podcast listening app you're on, or a comment on YouTube. You can talk with us directly by joining our Discord server. Link is in in the description down below and you can literally chat with us we are on there almost every night playing games and you can come join us for some good old-fashioned fun so thank you all for tuning in and also thank you to all of the people who provide my music and ambiance for today's episode so a special thank you to michael gelfi monument studios and yvonne dutch speaking of youtube we just reached 100 subscribers on our youtube channel so thank you and make sure you go and check out the crossover series that we did with the bellhop productions crew it's called dungeon hops it was a lot of fun and i'm sure if you enjoy it and leave a like for them and maybe a follow we can do more content like that in the future anyway back to you quentin well that's all i have for you for today folks come back next next week on the odd campaign Bye. Bye. bye